Hello, my Pilates lovers. Thank you for tuning in to All Things Pilates. I'm your host, Darian Gold. Each episode, you'll get to hear a new guest share his or her knowledge, insights, and experiences. Together, we explore the ongoing evolution of the Pilates method, as well as its connection to other modalities, such as gyrotonic, yoga, podiatry, and chiropractic. I now present to you the many aspects of this beautiful, complex, and life-affirming discipline. Today, I'm so pleased to finally share this time with my good friend, Moses Urbano, a fellow second-generation Pilates instructor, who I met over 20 years ago during a Romanus Pilates convention, and we've stayed connected ever since. And why not? Moses is one of the warmest, kindest, and most knowledgeable classical Pilates experts I've worked with. Moses is known for his dynamic, hands-on approach to teaching classical Pilates, and with his easygoing manner, it's understandable why he's sought-after instructor for Pilates training events and workshops. Moses's personal philosophy is to forever remain a student, and he demonstrates this by continuing as a student with his fellow instructors and instructor trainers at Romanus Pilates. His passion is to share his Pilates journey and to support Pilates instructors around the world. In the early 2000s, Moses had the great privilege of assisting and traveling with Romana Krzanowska on her teaching and certifying tours abroad. Though Romana is no longer with us physically, I know her spirit is very happy to know Moses has taken a leadership role in the Pilates community and is mentoring new generations of teachers. Calling in from busy, dynamic Los Angeles is mi amigo, Moses Urbano. Moses. Hi, Darian. Hi, finally. Well, it took a little while, but here we are. And wow, thank you for the intro. Congratulations on the show. Thank you. This is really exciting to finally be with you, and I'm very, very proud for you having one. Thank you, Moses. Moses, how and when did you learn about the Pilates method? Wow, well, would you believe me if I told you that Marilyn Monroe was instrumental in inspiring me to Pilates? Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> Do tell. Uh, I'm not that old. No, we were on holiday in December of 97 in a nice hotel up here in Los Angeles. And the, the fitness center happened to be her private bungalow, so there were photos of Marilyn all over the place. As I found myself kind of reading upcoming January issue of the Los Angeles Magazine, and there was this amazing article about Pulates or something like that. So alone, sitting there, really resonated what I was reading about this new, quote, new craze going on in, in Los Angeles called Pilates. Little did I know at that time, Pilates had been around way, way, way before this craze wave had come. We had an upcoming trip to New York City in January of 98. And from that article, I found the information in New York to give them a call and just sign up for a class. And uh, when we went to New York in January of 98, I went over to the Pilates studio of New York on the west side above the fairway market and went up to the fifth or sixth floor of steps and was blown away by some 
Pilates class that I had no idea what I had done, but I just felt terrific. I remember Steps. It was pretty popular. I think uh, it was mostly popular because of all the Broadway performers, you know, having classes there. But the Pilates studio had partnered with the physical therapy clinic there that was also located in Steps. And that's where the studio was that I had my first introduction to Pilates. And it was really fantastic. I felt so energized. I had, I felt like I had someone else's body that I was able to carry with me for some time. And it really made quite an impact for me. And then how did you come to meet Romana? And what was your first impression of her? Well, after that session in January of 98, I brought back to San Diego a roster of these teachers that were certified in the work that I had experienced. So I sought out a local teacher in Oceanside, and Julia was amazing. You know, she um, gave me what I needed and also suggested that I seek out other teachers in Southern California. And that brought me up to a whole new school of teachers in Los Angeles. And, you know, I had the great privilege of working with Bill and Jackie Landrum up in Hollywood. And he was actually the first male instructor that I had hands on me. And it was an interesting experience. And I worked with Heather out in Santa Monica, Audrey out in Orange County, Elise out in Palos Verdes. I'll always remember the mat class with Elise. It was the most challenging, and it really inspired me to go to the next step and start documenting my time with the sessions I was taking with all of these teachers. Every one of them were encouraging me to seek out a certification. That really wasn't my intention at the time. I was just enjoying the fitness of the Pilates movement. Moses, before Pilates, were you an active sports guy? Well, I've always been, uh, you know, a member of the local gym. I had a 10-year career in sales and marketing. So I was selling janitorial supplies from a Southern California-based janitorial supply company. And one of my largest clients was in Los Angeles. And it just happened to be a chain of health clubs. And I was able to work out at the gyms for free. I've always known that fitness was important for my overall health, physically and mentally. Okay, Romana, how did you get to her and what was it like? Well, finally, after about 15 months, during the due diligence that was suggested by the teachers of taking the prior sessions that were required at the time, what we needed to, to learn was the system of Pilates, and that was work on the different apparatus, the reformer, the mat, the chairs, the Cadillac, etc. So all of the teachers were grooming me so that I could prepare myself for the evaluation. And really that evaluation was more like an audition. So it really took the time for me to learn what they were telling me to do and actually try to learn it so that I could regurgitate it on an evaluation. I did all of my prerequisites and prepared myself for a trip to New York, which was the following year. And that was in March of 1999. Uh, it was March 29th. That was a Monday. I remember as clear as the light of day. I walked into the studio. I was nervous, a nervous wreck, as you can imagine. All of this information about Romana, Romana, who she was and what great things she was going to bring to me. All of my teachers, I thought at this point, were amazing because my body just began to develop in a way that I'd never imagined it was possible. So I 
found myself on the sixth floor at 50 West 57th at Drago's gym, and the elevator doors opened, and there were just mobs of people, clients and teachers. So I made my way over to the desk, and Drago at Drago's gym pointed me in the direction that Romano was at, and through all of these people, I just felt an electricity from across the room, and I saw a small figure way at the end working with someone on this large round barrel, and it was Romana. There was no mistake about who she was. So he directed me to go over, introduce myself, and let her know that I was her next. Anyone who's been at, who was at Drago's gym knows what that whole experience must have been like, but it was truly something I had never experienced in my life. But it was truly amazing. I just made myself over and right on the hour introduced myself, and she looked me up and down, and she was a dynamo pint-sized bundle of dynamite. She was just electric and asked me a few questions about my movement experience and had me go over and start with what I knew on the reformer. And from that moment on, it was just easy peasy. And I don't recall anything that we did, but I remember I had one of the most challenging experiences doing Pilates as I had experienced up to that point ever. So it was really a special moment. Did you stay and work with her, or did you have to come back to Los Angeles or San Diego? Well, after my session, the whole purpose of my going and having that workout with Romana was to ask for an evaluation. I did ask for that evaluation, and I went on to further ask if that session could be my evaluation. And a long story short, she did allow me to have that session be my evaluation and simply informed me that I would have to move to New York so I could start my independent study with her. So, no, I didn't stay at the time. I had to come back home and make some arrangements. It was a few months before I actually went back to New York, and that was the summer of 99, and I stayed there pretty much the rest of the year to do my independent study and log as many hours as I could in the studio and just take in as much as I could. And it was from the beginning to the end. I think there were probably a 1,000 hours that were logged of the 600 hours required. But even at the end, I just felt as though I had barely begun to scratch the surface. Every day was a new experience, and the journey was priceless. And at some point, Romana must have seen something in you that made her feel comfortable to take you by her side and ask you to then travel with her and assist her? There weren't many other students in the independent study program. There was uh, the way the program was structured. You could do some of it downtown, some of it on the Upper West Side. The independent study required me to just be at Drago's gym. So I, I think I had, in addition to a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with Romana, being at the studio where she taught every day, also allowed us to build a friendship that was quite lovely. And I was able to get so much more that I was often called to demonstrate and go and assist in different ways. So I think in that process, it just was natural for upcoming travel for her to ask if I might be available. And I was, and thank God I was. And it was quite an enriching experience. Can you share any stories about your experiences with her? When we traveled to any continuing ed or any workshop, there really wasn't 
an agenda or schedule that was reviewed before we got there. The work was done daily. We had work we did on each apparatus in the studio all day long. So it was mostly, you know, an evaluation, a quick assessment that Romana made, you know, wherever uh, the workshop was or continuing education class was. And on her assessment, the work to be done was laid out, and it was just so quickly done. And we were all just students and teachers, apprentices, were all called upon to just participate in the movement. Not too much discussion. She wasn't a real fan of having notes taken as much as she wanted people to have their attention on the movement. And notes could be taken later, which I completely understand today in retrospect why that was. Uh, I think you know many of us were inclined to go back to our corners and take as many notes as we could. But in that process, we were missing so much more that was also going on. Moses, in your bio, you speak about being a forever student and continuing to learn Pilates from our fellow teachers. What is it about Pilates that has kept you inspired all this time? Well, being in the fitness business, the more bodies I see and the more time I have one-on-one with my clients, Each day is really a new opportunity for so many levels of growth. And what the Pilates system has taught me is really focusing on that foundation and being aware of it, structurally our feet, building from there on a daily basis and just knowing all of the tools I have available to me for myself personally transcends to everything that I see that I might need to do for my clients the moment they walk through the door. Even though the work may seem as though it's the same, it truly is never the same. And I love working with Shari over at Romana's Pilates. She's an amazing teacher. Shari Mejia Santos is Romana's daughter. And any opportunity that I have to go and work with Shari is always just a new gift emerges. And to see uh, the teachers that are also going through their apprenticeship and the evolution of the teachers over the last 20 years, has really been educational for me. And I'm always eager to see the progress and how quickly the progress is for each body that I'm seeing in the studio, especially in the apprentices that are coming in and are required to have more time in the studio. So it's never, never boring for me. And that's the source of your inspiration? Absolutely. It's the gift of Pilates and how bodies and minds come to life and people are executing things that they never thought possible within their bodies. Moses, you consider yourself also a men's Pilates ambassador. Would you explain what you mean? And do you think there should be a greater effort made to encourage more men to practice Pilates? Well, thank you for asking and mentioning me as an ambassador. I'm a big proponent of Pilates for men. I think that there's an imbalance in the... um, genders that are coming to Pilates. The first 20 years have been you know, extraordinary for me. I've had the great pleasure of working with professional athletes. And so much of the work that I do for my male athletes is not dramatically different, but there is quite a significant difference and minor adjustments that I've had to consider doing that maybe I wasn't taught to do in a certain way. But I've definitely seen the results and the feedback that I get with adjusting and modifying some of the work, many of the exercises that I do for my men, 
in slight variations. So in that regard, I would definitely say that I would be grateful to be called a Pilates, uh, you know, an ambassador for Pilates and in, in trying to uh, work with our male instructors across the country, across the planet, to in, encourage their male clients to experience Pilates a little bit more. And taking that a little bit further, I would love to challenge every studio owner and male Pilates instructor to work with their studio owners and schedule at least one males-only class per week for one hour facilitated by a male Pilates instructor. There's just an energy, there's a vibration, and there's work that emerges from that environment that I think is healthy and would it be inspiring for men doing Pilates to encourage their male friends to do more and perhaps even encourage our female clients and teachers to encourage their male friends to go and try one of the men's Pilates class. I'm really hopeful and looking forward to those opportunities in the coming months, years, so that we can expand the benefits of Pilates to our male friends. Yes, thank you for saying that. I've been uh, saying that for about 25 years, so I'm glad you as a guy is saying that also. Well, it's a pleasure, and we're doing, uh, we're actually doing that out here in Los Angeles. We started a men's class over at Catroni Fitness, and Sam and Susanna have given us a, a time slot where we have male teachers and male clients come in for, at this point, we're doing a 45-minute kind of free-flowing workout and followed up by a 45-minute movement discussion of different sequences on the reformer, the mat, Cadillac, that may be useful for some of the body types that happen to be in the class. And from that work, there is so much more that unfolds and it's a mutual benefit for the teachers and the male clients that are coming in there. We're seeing great benefit and the feedback is really positive on all fronts. So I hope that anybody listening out there can reach out if any questions that they have on what we're doing, how we're doing, I'd be happy to share a little bit more on individual cases, wherever you may be. It would be my honor to help in any way that I could for that. Can you give a quick example of an exercise on whichever apparatus that you've had to modify for the athletes that you've been working with? Sure. Long stretch is a perfect one. Long stretch. Um, oftentimes, I'll, I'll move the gear second to third where I have to just so the body can get in an inclined plank position. Anyone on, that knows is familiar with the reformer, well, you're not on a stable ground. You've got the platform and springs that are below, and it just allows me to put larger bodies and make the modifications so that I can get their bodies in an optimal skeletal structural position so that the muscular structure of that skeletal system can be supported and we can execute the exercise with maybe a little bit deeper connection. Often the feedback is positive and the most popular feedback from that particular exercise is, wow, this is great. I don't feel like I'm going to fall over the foot bar going forward. So that's just one example and there's so many more that are on the mat. Uh, stomach massage, you know, also on the reformer and footwork. Interestingly enough, that's one that really sets the stage for where we go with any work 
on the reformer. And often I, I find myself with my athletes and taller figures of taking the gear bar out to second or third, and uh, we just go from there. Though Romana is no longer with us, do you or would you like to continue her legacy and certify teachers? Well, I think there are, frankly, enough certification programs out there. I think we actually may have reached a saturation point a few years ago. I don't think that I need to have a certification program personally to foster Romana's and Joe's legacy in Pilates. My hope is just to be the best and safest teacher that I can and spend those teachers and um, apprentices or students that are interested in learning more of my experience and my journey to help enhance where they may be in their journey in Pilates. There's so many varieties and offshoots that are out there. Uh, the program that I did 21 years ago uh, has been replicated, and there are many, many variations out there with many, many wonderful, amazing teachers offering their versions of their certification programs. And if I can help them in shaping what it is that they're doing, I think there's more than enough work for me personally out there. So I absolutely see no need for me to create any kind of a space where I think that I would need to certify teachers. You need to have a busy studio with at least four top-notch teachers teaching daily. You know, a commitment from the apprentices that would be there at least a minimum of four hours per day. Four, six to eight would be ideal. Again, the industry has changed. Uh, there are many fitness instructors that are coming in and, and doing programs that are a little bit more abbreviated, that are a little bit faster track. So I would much rather focus on preserving my perspective and the way that it was given to me with those timelines. I'm happy to progress people if I see the principles that were given to me in their work, and we just go forward from there. It's really quite extraordinary what I see out in the industry. And there are so many strong bodies that are coming to Pilates. I've really had to be on my game to meet their challenge. There's plenty of work for me to do. Moses, what advice do you have for Pilates instructors who are coming in to our profession? They may have a fitness background, but they don't, haven't had the depth of work that 10, 20, 30, 40 years that we've had. What advice do you have for them? Well, my advice would be, First, try not to explain Pilates. You know, it's a journey, and it's a journey of discovery. Every movement doesn't require an explanation. You know, I have to remind my, myself that, you know, every day as well, because there's oftentimes an inquiry. So my recommendation, suggestion would be not to talk so much, to keep people moving. Work in a studio where there are other teachers that you can observe, and so that they can observe you teaching and to welcome the feedback of those other teachers, not at the time of your session with your clients, but later when you have a moment. If you're in a studio and you've had teachers that you're observing, I think it's very healthy to have questions back and forth. And one final thing that I would definitely offer new teachers is know why you need to touch a client <laughs> and make sure that your verbal and tactile cues are in sync. You know, we see a lot of things that may need correction, but not all of these things require a hand to make that correction. So just be cautious in that regard. That's very good advice. Thank you.
With the little bit of time we have, Moses, I know our listeners want to know, what is your favorite apparatus and why? Mine is the mat. I love the mat because it challenges me the most. I have the foot strap to help anchor my body where I need to be anchored. And really, it's in preparation so I can do my daily back extensions on the large barrel. I love hanging over the barrel, just falling into a handstand and you know doing a few frogs and frog right out into a nice, tall standing position and try to make my five foot six frame taller than it is. Every piece is interconnected, but I really love the mat. And I challenge everyone to go out and use your mat strap and use the bars and play with it. It really is your lifesaver, and you can take it anywhere you go. Even if you don't have your mat with you, you can replicate what you did on the mat. Yes. Be sure to support your spine. Moses, please come back. Thank you so much for your time today. If someone wants to contact you and join your workshops or take a private lesson from you, how do they get in touch with you? Oh, they can go to my website, accesspilates.com, and I would be delighted to come back. And anyone interested in privates or any upcoming workshops can go there, check out what my calendar looks like and where I may be. Currently in Los Angeles slash San Diego, and in the summer we'll be in Berlin, Germany. Thanks for listening. Thank you for having me, and I wish you great and continued success on the show, Darian. Thank you, Moses. Always good to catch up with you. Look forward to seeing you soon. Yes, thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, take care. I hope you are taking time for yourself to quiet your mind. That helps after you do your mat work. Your mind is much calmer. You feel calmer. And also, please try to clear your thoughts so only positive ones can be for yourself and the people in your life. And as you know, please remember, I want you to lift your head, lift your spine, because they will lift your spirit. Have a great week, everybody. 